0: Up your boots and get ready for TM Five United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. Welcome to Atlanta,
1: where the players play. And we've the needles. Atlanta United. Just kidding. This is TM Five United. I am David Donis. We're not gonna scare you guys and do this in Spanish, but I'm here as always, with always my lovely guest, Abner Castellanos. Abner, we have a lot to get into. Um, a lot, a lot of stuff went down. But first of all, how you doing, man? And how's how how's your weekend? How's your week going? Tell me about it, mijo.
0: Hola, amigos. <laughs> Bienvenidos <laughs> al TN Five. Another modelo. That was great, man. It's good. Um, you know that game, man. It had me going. We were actually at um at some brewery up in uh, Kent. No, Woodstock, South, awkward I don't even know. And uh, it was cool because the games, you know, the of course the Braves game was on, and then the, uh, a lot of the TVs also had the United game, and there was a lot of people watching it. So, um, yeah, I cussed that I cussed at the TV a couple of times, almost through my beer, but other than a, that, that sounds
1: like know. a that sounds like a regular Tuesday to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it was good though. It was fun. We had a good time. Um, the beard, did it. yeah, yeah, the beard, yeah, yeah. That was the only good thing about it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it, yeah, yeah it was yeah, good.
1: Anyways, you're talking like we lost oh uh, um, man but yeah you mentioned yeah. it man the, the, the braves are off to a pretty good start uh we're, we're facing the podgers again we took game one so um we need to get them back on that one um but yeah i had a good weekend too i caught the game I um, also saw the super mario brothers movie uh, oh nice how was it? it yeah it was good i, I highly recommend it it took my niece So we had a good time. Um, Really enjoyable movie. You'll get a lot of the nostalgia from, you know, playing Mario for all these years. So it was really cool. The movie was well done. Very kid-friendly. So I highly recommend it.
0: Um, Yeah, definitely going to take the kiddos whenever they stop doing, you know, being athletic and sports stuff.
1: Yeah, I know. You guys are always at the field. (laughs) Always, man. All right, but let's get into this, mijo. So coming into (laughs) this game against Toronto FC... We get the news that Brad Guzan, boom, out 10 to 12 weeks, torn MCL. Bummer. Um, you know, we, we saw the last game uh, against uh, NYFC. He took that hard challenge, uh, and he was down for a long time. No card, and sure enough, boom, here's an injury. Um, then we get the news, boom, Tiago Armada's out. This seems to be more of a precautionary thing than an actual injury, um, and of course we've got Ivada out for the red car suspension and keep in mind, we just got Gutman back who I believe is not 90 minute, minute match fit ready, but it's kind of crazy. Cause we were fortunate enough so far to not hit the injury bug and then boom, you, you just get it back to back
0: in one you cursed us, man, me, how did I, I, I curse you. us? I blame you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's crazy, right? Um, um, when I saw the news that uh, Amala was traveling, I was like, okay, like he's, you know, he'll probably play or, you know, if he plays, he'll probably get sobbed off early. Because um, I think that's, I think that would be better because you get a full warm up in and then, you know, right. the game. But, you know, if he wasn't starting, I was like, okay, he's not going to play or he shouldn't play, but he's not fit enough. Right. Um, and then, you know, they dropped the news. Like, yeah, like I looked at the roster. I was like, uh, yeah, he's not on here. So. But what do you make of that
1: that he traveled with a team? I mean, obviously it's just for appearances, but you know, traveling takes a lot out of you to have to go all the way over there. Uh, you know, it's Canada, and then you just you sit on the bench, you come back. Like wouldn't you rather have your player relaxing at home and rehabbing whatever it may be that's ailing him?
0: I mean, to be honest, I think it was probably on the on the side that he had a higher chance of playing yeah so? yeah. I mean why would they bring them you know like why would they tell them hey come on because it's only <laughs> we're only gone Humidity? for a week <laughs> yeah I, I guess know. yeah I don't know I mean it was yeah it was kind of odd you know I think I figured like you would probably you know have them rest like you said it does take a, a little bit of toll on your body but yet again you know they're professionals and we're just two guys talking about them so uh um, right uh but no I think I think um you know at the end of the day it's good that he went anyways I think it shows you know that he's you know, he's just, he's just another guy like Pinata. Coach Pinata has said that he's a very humble kid and a very you know, so he doesn't right. think of himself as a superstar. You know, like you know, like yeah, that superstar, sad. Like, you know, I ain't traveling. Y'all go.
1: <laughs> right, right. But either way, we go into BMO Field with uh, allegedly four starters out. Really, if you throw Bootman in there, um, mm-hmm. but get Toronto two, Atlanta United two. Uh, let me just go through the high points of the, to, of the match. So, great start for Atlanta United. Gigi scores in the fourth minute off of uh, Brooks' lead in corner. Um, Gigi just can't stop scoring. Boom, Yakimakis. He is the seventh MLS player to score in four straight MLS starts. So, great for him. But unfortunately, he's not going to finish the game. He pulls up with a in- hamstring injury in the second half. We'll get into more of that later. Um, then, the game flow. I I felt like Atlanta United started to sit back a little bit after that first goal, and then you had Lareya pretty much dribble in top of the 18. Atlanta United players come in late, and boom, uh, gets gets the goal. Pretty nice shot. Miles Robinson slid in kind of late, so you could see it it blocked the keeper's view. But guess what? We've got our ace in the hole sitting on the bench. Uh, Giraffe legs, Machop, Chol. In the 76th minute, scores with a sort of a header, sort of a shoulder-type shot. Either way, goes to the side netting. Um, goal in the 76th minute, assisted by Arujo, putting us up 2-1. And then we won, right? That's it. I mean, we held him off, right, Abner?
0: That's right. That's right, Dad. Nothing else happened. The ref said, you know what? I've seen good enough soccer. I've seen something <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> would have seen. is that's troll scoring a goal and actually contributing to this team and i you know he called it he said i'm done he's i was like shoot
1: right works for me but just like your love life you we couldn't hold on for 30 seconds Mm. and atlanta united gives up a second goal to finish it 2-2 atlanta united fans and the team will feel like we let three points slip away or actually two points because we got a draw we think we could have pulled out a win um you know, but in all honesty, Toronto and Atlanta—we just we always play these close games. Um, I'll go into the stats later, but the game was pretty even. There were times where we were uh, Toronto pinned us back for a good period of time. Um, so, it, it, but we had our we had our opportunities as well. Um, so, first of all, what do you make of the game? How do you, you think it favored one or the other? You think it was a pretty fair result? Where are you at?
0: Bro, I gotta give credit where credit is due, cause dealing with Bernardesky and dude, um, he was a man on that side. Oh my yeah. god, dude, it was it was like, you know, At he's least... I guess he would be their Almada, uh, cause every time he got the ball, dude, you were like, oh yeah. crap, oh, crap. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. and you know, so I, th- I mean, I think yeah, like you said, I think it's a pretty fair game. Uh, there's moments where they were punching and then we were punched back and then settle for a little bit. Um, I also think the uh, the high press, man, like what you think about that um, kind of high press that last part of the game and kind of opened us up a little bit. Um... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, good point. It, the thing that really kind of drives me crazy is obviously we don't have Armada in the middle. So we, we lost a lot of the midfield battle. But there were times where and I've said this about Sosa, so, so, I think is very solid defensively in terms of winning tackles distributing the ball but there are times where he has the ball and he has he has the opportunity to go forward but he always cuts it back it's very rarely that he throws the ball forward he cuts it back we cycle it back toronto pushes forward and what do we do we either lob the ball forward and give it back to them or we cough off the ball in a bad situation um and also we had obviously brad Zans out we had quentin wersberg um in first start with the team Clearly gonna have jitters. There were times where we passed the ball back to him mm. in very hey. bad spots, and I'm like, why would you do that to a new keeper's coming in? He's not as good as Brad. It's his first start. Uh, make it easy for him. You know who wants <laughs> it? I mean, some of the passes too. There weren't easy ones, and I'm like, come on, dude, make it easy on your keeper. Um, but but yeah, man, it, it was a, it was a tough game. Um, so what what stood out to you in the game? Because it was funny that we saw. No, Michael Bradley. I don't think he had an injury. Um, it, we had Insinia come off the bench in the 77th minute for Toronto. But pretty interesting that Michael Bradley didn't play, right?
0: Yeah, I, I thought he was hurt because I did see him talking to his dad on the sidelines where okay. they were showing uh, the teams coming out. You know, and then you saw them talking. So I thought he was going to go in. And at first, honestly, I thought he was he was already on the field. And then I was like, oh wait, he's not even playing. That's that's you odd. would be able
1: you would be able to see his bald head <laughs> exactly. from a mile.
0: <laughs> that's true. But uh dude, you know, the dude, the kid, um I, I guess he's a kid. I, he looked young. Uh the number seven for Toronto, man, he changed the game for them too. That uh that sub. Uh he came in, he got an assist. He was uh he was a menace too as well um on the sideline um uh for them. Uh but yeah, dude, those passes back. i like, I, yeah, I mean, I know keepers are, you know, nowadays, you know, keepers would give feet. I mean, that's what we want to do. But, like, something that I was like, bro, I would rather y'all just throw it up and, you know, defend again, I guess. Because right. there was a couple of close ones there. And made me nervous, you know. A couple, he made some good saves. Um, um, he, I mean, he played well. I mean, I don't think he could have done anything about any of those two goals. Uh, you know, they're pretty much bangers, I guess, he, you know, from um from any standpoint so I don't care who's in the goal I don't think anybody makes that stop um so I mean I think I think he does well I mean he's got a you know a good rating I guess you know the only thing that brings him down is of course he let two goals in but I think those two goals you can't really blame it on him um I think uh Lennon played probably one of his best games of the season thus far I think he really um stood up to the challenge and really played well you know something he was one of the highly rated players as well so um you know I'm just you know and then GG going down that hurt I think that hurt a yeah. lot as well. And
1: I, um, I I think it's a hamstring injury so pretty sure he's going to be out the next game. So we'll talk about you know in the match preview what we think the lineup are going to be or lineup changes are going to be. Uh, but yeah, you know with Quinton Westberg, I don't fault him for any of the goals, but I did not have a comfy warm feeling with him being in the back. There were times, you know, when you, when, you, when you had the corner kick for Toronto and, dude, he just he just gets lost in the shuffle. He doesn't have that big commanding presence that Brad Guzan does. And I'm not trying to be high <laughs> if that's what you call it. But, dude, I just... I, I think we need bigger goalkeepers. I think we learned from uh, Rocco that Novo that as, as good as you are with your feet, dude, when you're that small, you just lose sight of the ball to make... Because everything he did, you know, his punches that he, he came out and, you know, he got a punch and stuff, but it felt like he was doing something really amazing where with another keeper that was, well, that would be bigger, it would be like for Brad, it would be a routine punch. And, you know, you're like, all right, that's what we expect from Brad. I don't, maybe it's just me, but did you get that same feeling?
0: I mean, I think you know you you want to expect him to come in and you know like hey like show us something because we know how it's gone in the past with uh, backup keepers you know um but you know i think you know with the experience that he brings uh, that he's had in the mls i think it does help him a lot um i think you're right i think we you know made it a big deal when you know he came out and made punches because like, there was one like it was directly at him and he like went out and punched it i was like i think you could have caught that but i don't know i mean
1: i just think he's small
0: I mean, he's only, yeah. he's what, six feet? Uh, Brad is 6'4", so.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, it...
0: just like you, you know four inches isn't that much, you know?
1: Hey!
0: <laughs> oh. uh, so, yeah, because yeah. I just looked it up. Um, I thought it was going to be, because he did, um, you know, when they when they show the angle of the goal uh, when it's like a quarter kick? And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, dang, like, is he short? Like, is he that short? Because I was like no, but I guess, you know, it's only four inches shorter than Brad, but no, nah, I think he did well. I think he did what he had to do. Um, you he know, right. I think he's, we're still going to play him with his feet. You know, that's something we want to do. Um, that's something that he's not, coach is not going to change for one player. I don't think whoever, you know, he wants to do that. I think he wants to do the high press, and like you said, man, it you know, there's games where you're like, okay, like New York, we got yeah. a tie out of it, and it was what it was, and you felt good about that tie. Um, I don't feel I didn't feel good about this tie. I felt like we should have won. I felt like we definitely left three points there, you know, but at the end of it, you know, it is on the road. It is against a good Toronto team. That's probably going to be a lot better come playoff time. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think to get those two games out of the way and get one point each. I mean, I think it's pretty fair um, to say the least. Um, yeah in that, in that perspective And it's crazy Because like GG debuted against him And then he got hurt against him So Hopefully mm-hmm. we don't see Toronto so I don't want to
1: <laughs> Yeah I think you're I think you're right Those are two quality teams I, I see both teams Making the playoffs uh, I think Toronto Toronto has underperformed Up until now But They get Insigne back They got Bernardesky, Larea I mean they got a, They got Sean Johnson back They got a dangerous team But mm-hmm. I want to go into Some of the other uh, Lightning United players And see how How they fared uh, no Armada, obviously, so you had a combination of Sadich taking his spot, then you had Roseto and um, uh, Sosa, and I really, you know, I, I really thought that Roseto would be able to take control more of the midfield. Um, he had a couple of moments, but he didn't really do that, so, you know, obviously, the us missing Armada was, was pretty huge. Um, What did you make of Etienne because I felt like Etienne he's a player that continually gets into dangerous spots but I feel like routinely makes the wrong decision either he won't pull the trigger on a shot or he makes the wrong pass dribbles too much Um, either way you like it that he's getting those spots that he's becoming a dangerous person and he did have that one shot that looked like it might go up into the upper 90 but what did you make of his play on the night?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, like you said, I I expected a little bit more, you know, um in that position as well. Um, for him to uh, you know, get a, get more attacking, you know, obviously not do what Amada does, but still, you know, do little things where we can you know, we can, you know, create and stuff like that. Um but and when Cho came in, that was that was probably what I expected from Rosetta, right? Uh, and when he came in, I was like, dang, like he like he put him at the ten. He put Cho, Cho at, at the
1: ten. 10. Cho, Cho is going to end I up playing like, goalkeeper by the end of the season. He's played every position, <laughs> yeah. man.
0: And I was like, what? Like I was like, what? Like I guess he's just trying to throw a curveball out there. I don't know. Yeah, and, really you know and you know, and you know, it But it so worked. It just, but it yeah. works.
1: It's only it only is, it's only bad if it doesn't work, right? <laughs> right.
0: And like, you know, with us, like back then, like when we play, if you were a left back, you were a left back. You can't play winger. You can't play right back. You can't play center back. If you were a forward, you were a forward. You didn't play defense. That's a utility. Right. And uh, yeah. And then nowadays, like you put somebody, you know, technically at the 10, but probably, you know, he's probably playing more wing and having somebody drop off. I don't know. Um, all I know is, the, you know, he got it right. You know, he, he, he threw a curveball. It was a great one. Um, it got us going He provided more You could, like That was the energy I think what a lot of people expected At least I expected a little bit more You know um, He didn't really uh-huh. impress me from Joel? From Joel. Yeah like the, him going out there uh, You know because a lot of people like him And I mean don't get me wrong He's on our team I, It's not like I don't want him to do well But he wasn't one of the guys that I would like Okay we're going to put him in And it's more like put him in to waste time so what you're saying? <laughs> what you're
1: saying is he hasn't evolved to Machoke yet.
0: Not yet, not yet. I think he's in training right now.
1: He's on the but of evolving.
0: He's almost uh, there. You need a couple more gems.
1: And for those of you that don't know, Machop is a Pokemon that evolves <laughs> to Machoke, and then his ultimate stage is Machamp. So we're hoping that Machop Chol can go in that progression. But I mean, every time I see Chol play. Every time I'm I'm like, yeah, he did all right. He did anything bad. It did it amazing. But at this point, in this game, he got the, the, at that point, it seemed like the game winner. But he got a goal, so that's good for him. His first goal in MLS and a great celebration with uh, Anton Forever uh, when he took off his shirt underneath, even though he got a yellow card. So I don't really know if it's, you should do that or not. Uh, either way, I think that's good for him. Hopefully there's more to come because I think we still struggling to find a position for him, but Hey, if he can score off the bench, uh, I'm all for it really quick before we move into the match stats. Uh, what do you make of Arujo? We've talked about this every week that he, he, he tends to disappear and doesn't really, um, stand out or come up big when it's needed. He had the assist to Machapchul, but other than that, um, you know, not a whole
0: lot. Talk about the magician. Arujo? Yeah, he disappears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you see him? Now you don't.
0: <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, man. Man. I don't know, man. How many gays can we give him, right? How many more gays can we say, okay, maybe this time around, maybe this. Maybe, this, you know, it's, yeah, maybe, maybe he's just not the DP. He definitely is like, not like,
1: playing to that DP level, but I think... As long as Atlanta United is doing what they're doing now, you don't take him out because he is a threat. Whether he's performing oh, or not, definitely. he is a threat. And you can't take him out. Um, I, I can't remember the last time Arruja actually took a defender. Every time you see him go up, you're like, take him, take him! Defender always wins. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, obviously we're still doing well with that, considering that. So you can just imagine if Arruja is able to hit that second gear, how how good this team can look and how dangerous um, so, you know, it's very frustrating that he does disappear a lot in games. Um, but I'm hoping that in the coming games that he's able to finally hit that groove. Um, and then Atlanta United will really, really become dangerous.
0: Yeah, a question like, so if, if Arujo wasn't a DP, how would you rate him?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean... At a DP, you know, without the DP status, I would say he's just uh he's an average player with great potential. Mm. So like hey, your you, soccer
0: career? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey,
1: that's how I made my money, bro.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, but let's yeah. let me get into the match stats really quick. So possession in favor, 53% to uh to Toronto to R 47. percent expected goals, uh 0.72 Toronto. We had .58, which, I mean, we each had two goals. So, again, the expected goals are always really a weird weird stat to me. Um, Total shots, uh, 11 to Toronto, 10 for Atlanta United, uh, four shots on target for them, five for us. Um, Fouls committed, four to Toronto. We had 11 fouls. So I don't know if that's more of us just fouling more or us not getting the calls. Uh, Maybe a little bit of both. Um, but, you know, you look at the stats, you look at the gameplay, pretty even. Um, so, at the end of the day, I will take the 1-1 draw and run away with it. That's back-to-back, <laughs> back-to-back away games with a point. So, in MLS, if you can draw away and you win at home, you make the playoffs easy. Win um, at home. That's a key. That's keyword Exactly. You hit the nail on the head because if you're drawing away but you're not winning at home, then that formula does not work. So we definitely need to win our next coming up game. Cool. Which Who is, is it? Chicago fire. This is going to be a Sunday game or 30 PM Chicago. Eastern. Mm-hmm. So after church, you guys get there, start getting your drinks flowing. It's going to be at the Benz. The house is going to be rocking. Um, so head-to-head results between Chicago, Atlanta United with six wins, one draw, and five losses. So uh, pretty tight, just like a lot of these teams we see on the in the upper echelon of the East. Milan uh, United is coming in in third place with 15 points, and Chicago in eighth place with 10 points. Um, and they just came off of that of a 2-2 draw against Philadelphia Union at home. Which uh, they were up 2-0. Um, yep, yep. Good point. Good point. So, um I definitely see Chicago coming into the bends like so many teams do, uh, except for Portland, which I think they saw the error of the ways. I think they're going to park the bus. <laughs> what, do think you think? So? The same? Yeah, I definitely think so. You don't, you know.
0: Man, I'm scared of that that forward, man. He's 38 years old, but he keeps scoring.
1: Yep, dude, Kai Kamara. Kamara, 30, bro. 38. Kai Kamara. 38 years old, man. He's got three goals on the season.
0: Watch out, watch
1: He's aging like a fine wine. Um, but you also got some other players. You got Hell, Selassie, uh, Shakiri. Yeah, Mueller, Shakiri. Um, so you got a couple players to look out for. So I definitely see a park the bus type of counter attack approach. So we're definitely going to need to be sound um, strategically. Um, and I, you know I, I you know I, I have faith in Pineda that he's gonna play well. Just gotta make sure we don't get overstretched. And we talk about this over and over again. The way Atlanta United plays, we're a very position heavy team. That first goal is very important. So we get that first goal, we don't have to commit as many numbers forward, which means we're not caught on a counter as easily. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be very very key. So um, with with the injuries we've heard about we've we heard about. Um, what 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 lineup changes do you see coming into this game?
0: Um I think I think Chol starts. I think You really he, think Cho starts? I think somehow he puts him in there. I think he wants to keep that energy up for him, you know? Like he came he came back from representing his country, so you know, you know it's like it's like me going to play for Guatemala like I'm gonna be like the star <laughs> over there you know even though I'm not yeah, that good right, yeah, right dude <laughs> you know it's I get a private for, jet for... you know I got a private jet red carpet private you know? jet.
1: what Guatemalan private don't jet even, are you don't getting, even,
0: bro
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't trust that dude. don't even
0: touch the land bro I get carried <laughs> everywhere I go <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Um dude. but no I mean like he came back you know with that energy you know like he I know it's the MLS, but it's still the MLS and him representing this country. That brings a sense sense of pride. Like, like, dude, like we're watching you and he got to see his family. So, you know, I think that that built in into what, whenever he came and he he brought an energy off the bench uh, that I haven't seen in the last couple of games. Um, and I think that, you know, especially if GG is not ready. I mean, I think somehow he's got to put that in there. Right. You got you want to keep that vibe going. Or do you hold him off and put him as in as a bench? I mean that's his call. Uh um, well if you, if, think, not, if you think if you
1: think if you think Chol started, who who does he start in place of?
0: Put a at the ten.
1: Arudio at the ten.
0: I'll put Chol at the ten. I mean it doesn't matter. They all switch around anyway. You know, there's really no
1: sense ten, true. right?
0: So you know, as long as the wings wings are covered and you have a guy up top that can, you know. Make them force them go one way and put that pressure on the center backs. I think you're okay, um, so you but if think, not, uh, yeah, go ahead. I said, but if not, I mean, I guess you just go back, keep the same mid. You know, with if uh, Vada comes back, or do you have two games?
1: Um, I'm not sure. Actually, I, I would think it's just one game, right?
0: Um, you should know this, but the MLS is weird, you know
1: it be one game, um, but you definitely you have Barry in for Yakimakis at uh, starting forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's I mean that's the way you got to go. I mean, I think that's that's your one and two right there.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I, I what I what you know what you mentioned about Chol is that um, I believe that he'll start on the bench still, but we saw in the preseason that he's he's played as the striker before and he scored too in preseason so if anything I I, I see Machapchol coming off the bench for Miguel Berry I'm pretty sure Gigi's gonna sit this one out Um, also we got Amada back do you think it's gonna be um, Sadich that gets pulled out or do you think it'll be Roseto Sadic. Yeah, I think so too. I think we go back to how we started the season. You have Sadiq, Roseto, um, Ivara If he's able to play, I think a red card is just it's because it's just one game suspension, so he should be back. Um, if not, Sosa would take that role. But obviously, you have that that three strong core with Ivada, uh, uh, Armada, and Roseto would be key. Um, the only thing that concerns me is I still really don't like the way. Um, I don't feel like Caleb Wiley feels comfortable at the left fullback position he definitely and I, and I think he's more uh, he's more efficient than Etienne is when he gets those chances mm. um, I would like if Goodman is match fit ready I would like to see Goodman at left fullback I would like to see Caleb Wiley on the wing and Etienne to come off the bench because I think if Etienne comes on whatever the situation is the game in at the, at the 60th or 65th minute I think that's that's like you put it on fresh at the end um you know a lot of a lot of good stuff can happen.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends what um you know if he gets any playing time tomorrow right versus Mexico cuz I know that's Ooh,
1: yeah, you're right. And that's what tomorrow, I was uh, th- want to talk about he- that. You know what? That's a good point because uh Caleb Wiley is playing Wednesday against uh Mexico um for the US I mean, he's Young so yeah, he's got the legs, but I don't know. <laughs> I think with the, maybe some of the injury concerns, Beneda might be cautious. It's like, hey, let's let Caleb Wiley on the bench. I think if that's the case, you'll probably see Gutmann start, and then you'll have Etienne up on the wing.
0: Yeah, if Gutmann starts, that's going to be a good sign.
1: Right, exactly. I and I mean, even that. even when Gutmann came in, you know, he, he played very well, too. Um, he, he set up the the... Yeah, the uh, hockey assist. They give the ball to Arruja uh, for the cross. So, um, you know, I really like the way. I like having Gutman and, and Lennon on the wings. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you have? What's your prediction, mijo? Mystic match. Prediction,
0: because I'm going to be there. 3-0. Three, 3-0. Zero.
1: Three, zero. So that's a money prediction.
0: line 3-0. Put 20 on it.
1: Ooh, we talked about this. <laughs> we, we need these three points I, uh, my prediction is 2 0.
0: Ooh, well, look, you're going up one goal. I like it. One goal, one goal. One goal. I was surprised you were gonna say like 1 1 or 1 0 or 0 0. Not at home,
1: dude. We gotta, we gotta turn the bends into, well, it is, it is. We do very well in the bends, but it's a fortress, so we gotta keep it that way.
0: Gotta keep it that way. We gotta keep it. David, Wait. what's going on around the world, man? There's a lot of matches going on. What do we have tomorrow?
1: Tomorrow, what is going yeah, on? Tomorrow?
0: USA versus Mexico, and then you oh, know what else is one. coming up a week after, what? a week from tomorrow, too. The US Open Cup, who
1: yeah, are Europe. we playing
0: against? Memphis at Kennesaw State. Which, guys, if you have an opportunity to go, it's go. so much fun, dude. Just go. It's it's the atmosphere is always crazy, it's a different point of view of the game. Um, so you can't, hey, we said, yeah
1: we eat
0: yep yep let's do and then you know I'll be there I'll be there Sunday and I'll be there Wednesday
1: yep that'll be a Wednesday game um, so yeah uh, uh, let's let's uh we're gonna see a lot of probably second teamers play so that'll be a fun game to watch but like you mentioned the big one USA versus Mexico um, Wednesday tomorrow we're recording this on a Tuesday in Glendale Arizona so it's a late one for us on the east Coast at 10 p.m. Um mm-hmm but USA has had the, the last, they've been on the good end of the last couple of results. Um, definitely gonna be a MLS heavy team versus a heavy Liga MX East team. Although there's really only about four or five Mexicans that play in Europe. <laughs> and then we get to see, hopefully Caleb Wiley gets some meaningful minutes. I'd really like to see him. Um, I think he's, he's got a bright future. Uh, so what are, you, what are your predictions for this game?
0: uh i mean i'm gonna say uh 2-1 usa
1: i like that i like that you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna double down that
0: 2-1 usa as well Two one usa 2-1 usa you know i know i know they're they're bringing their at. we're bringing our c team uh like you <laughs> said like you said those guys that play in europe don't really play they just kind of like just wear the jersey I'm just kidding. <laughs> it that, will be it'd be fun, man, because it's you know like what the MLS and League IMX are, are trying to do. You know, is trying to have a good um, partnership to bring more out of each other, um, and you know, so it'll be fun. You know, you know they've done you know League IMX versus US versus the MLS for All Star games and stuff like that, which those are always fun, um, right? And so now, and so, now with the so now that we'll see a lot of that tomorrow. Even though I think the main... I think Sergino Des is actually there because he ain't playing at AC Milan right now. Oh, yeah. So, so I think he's going to be there. So I think that's like our, I guess, most notable player. Um, right.
1: I don't and know. Like I you, think... And like you mentioned with the MLS or USA versus League MX, however you want to see it. Um, then next, the in the week of the 26th, um, you've got the CONCACAF Champions League with LAFC versus Philadelphia. And then Tigres versus León. So no matter what, it's going to be a Liga Mekis team versus MLS team. So that'll be a good one to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, But some things around the league and MLS. So we touched on this last week, and I don't want to get too much in the weeds here. But uh, we mentioned that there was a a racial slur that may have been used during the Red Bulls match. Um, It looks like it was true or else this wouldn't be happening. But Dante Van Zier... He's banned for six game, six games and a $10,000 fine. I believe that includes U.S. Open Cup games and any other games that might be squeaked in there. Um, and then the supporters uh, this past weekend at a protest, they walked off after kickoff because they felt like the punishment wasn't um, harsh enough. Do you, do you echo their sentiments?
0: I do, man. I do. I don't think um you know if you think as a as us as supporters of Atlanta you would definitely don't want to see that and how can we support something like that you know it's you know it's not right and you know that's that's gutsy man to go to a game and you know stand up for that and walk away you know it's it's uh um I think they did the right thing and I hope the club sees uh sees more into it I think the MLS should see more into it I mean six games I mean that's that's like literally like two red cards, or. What, you know?
1: what, what would you like to see as the punishment?
0: Oh, ban from MLS for at least a year or two.
1: Oh, I thought you were to say like a complete ban. A year—that's their DP, also. Hey man, so let's not let's I not mean, pretend. That, let's not pretend that doesn't factor in in this. I uh, mean, it
0: does, but still, I mean, you're, it's it, it's like you're giving him uh, a free pass, or you're giving him more credit just because he's a DP. Yeah, I mean, that's not. At the end of so, the day, we're all human, so...
1: Nah, I mean, that's not how life works, bro. Don't even Yes.
0: Play. I mean, at least for me, you know, I'm a little, you know... More on the Latino side than you
1: are. <laughs> yeah, right, dude.
0: You over there drinking your uh, so your Sauvignon, my,
1: my wine, <laughs> it's wine. It's wine down Tuesday, dog.
0: Wine down Tuesday.
1: Hey, Wednesday. I'm Wednesday. Pu- Mayan. What are you talking it's about, man?
0: Tequila and tacos Tuesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I would, I, I agree with you. I, I don't, I think the it should have been a harsher punishment. But I don't, you know, it's, it's. You can't do something too too wild, but you need to make an statement. You got to find that that balance. And I, I want in like that ten game would have been good, fine more the final higher than ten thousand. But you know what the interesting is? This is a Dante Dante Van Zier is Belgian from Belgium, and uh, Romelu Lukaku, just a week prior to this was experiencing some racist remarks playing in Italy, um, and he's also Belgium Belgian. Oh, just yeah, that's a term. So it's pretty interesting because you know they, you know in the most rapper there. I think I believe Sasha Clash or somebody talked to Ronald Clock would be like, yeah, it's like somebody I wouldn't want on my team for the international team. So it's pretty wild. And even when he comes back from his ban, it's gonna be pretty difficult to kind of get back in the groove with your teammates, considering that you know it's America, you're gonna have a lot of black players on your team.
0: Yeah, yeah. God, Either see. way, we
1: Yeah, you hate to see it. It is what it is. Um uh but other other things that happened uh in MLS this past weekend. Uh we had two Derby matches. Uh Portland Timbers kill Seattle four one after Seattle has been on a tear. Can you mm. believe that man? What's going yeah, on? That there? was a
0: crazy stat, right? Seattle scored first too, I believe.
1: Yes, yeah, Seattle did score first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this so makes go ahead, go ahead.
0: Yeah, and I was like, um, I was surprised when I saw that. I was like, Oh yeah, they're were zero. I was like, Yeah, and then um, I saw the score like four one. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> what happened here? Um, and it's
1: it's pretty crazy too because I, I think like the the Portland didn't score like their first goal until like the 70th minute. So just a crazy. complete collapse from Seattle. But that makes it four straight uh, for Portland in this in this derby. Mm. So they are not as worse as the next one though. Yep, so they are owning Cascadia, but the really big one, uh, and it was on Sunday, uh, MLS game all by itself. is El Trafico, LAFC versus LA Galaxy at Dignity Sports uh, Park in Carson, California. LAFC take the spoils 3-2. And it was a pretty interesting game because we, I don't, I don't know if you've been keeping up with it, but the um, LA Galaxy supporters have been boycotting. Um, they want Klein out, they want front office changes, um, and they obviously have good reason with how Galaxy has been performing this year, so it was, inter- it was interesting because obviously when these, these games happen, there's a usually a pretty strong contingent away support, so watching the game from the, from the kickoff, you could hear the LAFC fans pretty loudly in Galaxy Stadium. Did you catch the game, and, and what did you make of it?
0: Um, I didn't catch the game, but I was following it. I was... Um... You know, looking at through the app and everything. Um but yeah, I mean the true LA team won, you know. Oh, gosh. here you know, LA, you know, Galaxy, you know, they you know, they they unfortunately sound like my cowboys, bro. They just talk about the past, you know, it is what it is. No, nah, I'm just I like kidding. That. Nah, the I Galaxy man. I actually yeah. when uh, <laughs> when um when um you know I lived in California, my dad always used to take us to LA Galaxy games because of uh, El Pescalito Reese. Uh, used to play Please. for them, so um, yeah, dude, it's crazy, right? Like, I mean, even then, like, they always give them a game. I mean, it's it's a trafico you know, it's a classic game. You know, it's L A. Battle for L A. We know L A. C has you know gotten the you know the better of them the last couple of times, but ah, man, it's just I don't know, man. They they got to do something, you know. I I know they extended uh, what is he, the uh, general manager, uh, Klein, right?
1: Yeah, Klein and right now, uh, Greg Vanny is the the coach. GM and the coach, which is really, really
0: really odd. Yeah. You know when I when um when the news came when Greg Vanny was or Vanny, I like, is it Greg Vanny or is it just Vanny? I don't know. Whatever yeah, his name is. When he left Toronto to go there, I was like, Man, that's a great pickup. Like I think that's gonna be that's gonna be huge yeah. for the Galaxy and it hasn't panned out that way, man. So you know,
1: I think, yeah, I think most everybody thought that too. But uh, the game was actually pretty. It was pretty, pretty, a pretty well, a pretty good game. Galaxy actually started pretty, pretty strong. They were the one, the aggressors. Had a couple opportunities. They Didn't put them away. Uh, uh, Carlos Vela scores off of the against the run of play, and it's one nil. But they tie it up one one. Then the second half, LaFC goes up three one at one point, and you're like, oh, this might get ugly. But then Galaxy pull them back three two. And I mean, the last 10 minutes of the game, Galaxy were just pounding it, trying to get in, and they had a couple, couple near opportunities that almost went in, but they couldn't do it. LAFC take it 3-2, and they remain the only undefeated team in MLS. They are playing um, crazy soccer right now. However, I will say that I think defensively, they're uh, they're pretty weak. Um, and uh, but on the flip side. Galaxy still searching for their first win of the season, and so is SKC. Both of them are three points. The bottom of not just the West Coast, but the entire league, Uh, they are in in a tough spot right now. Eight games (laughs) in, especially. Um, Another another crazy big result is, you know, we've talked about these. These guys are the new kids on the block. St. Louis. Um, they had, they finally got humbled, got back-to-back losses. But guess what they do? They come back and say, "Boom, top of the East, Cincinnati FC, five-one. What a beatdown!" Um, now they're leading the Supporters Shield with that, and they're top of the uh, West. Uh, so, what, what what do you what do you make of that, man? It's pretty crazy, right?
0: That's insane, man. It's uh. So now, where are they sitting at now? What's that like two, three games?
1: Uh, you mean they're sitting, like, we're on the table?
0: No, no, no. Where, where was Cincinnati sitting? They were up there, right? In the... Oh,
1: yeah. They were in top of the East. Um, yeah, and then... they, they, They're they still tied with New England, but New England has a goal differential because of that. But they're they're tied on 17 points, New England and Cincinnati for second, and then we're third at 15. But, I mean, they were in top of the East, and St. Louis just gave them a beatdown. So, so this league is so unpredictable. Uh, 5-1, dude. Yeah, you don't ever know what to get. And really quick, uh, like what do you make of it? I, I feel like teams, um, there's a, a few teams out there where their playing style is, hey, we're okay with not having the ball for large stretches of the game. St. Louis is like that. LAFC, to a certain extent, is like that, where they let you have the ball. And we're going to uh, press when it's necessary, make you make stakes, and then score on that. And so far, it's been working.
0: That is, uh, that is having the, the right players, a, a great coaching, and the uh, want to do it, right? Because as a soccer player, you don't want to sit back. You don't want to just shift from left to right, left to right, and, be like, and then attack the opportunity. So that's a lot of discipline as well. Uh, so I think they've done well. I mean, if it works, it works, right? Why change it? Um, and I think, you know, same thing goes for us. I know we like to keep the ball. I know we like to high press. And we're going to keep doing it till, you know, it gets to a certain perfection that he wants it at. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's a different style. I like it because uh, when different styles clash, that's that's what makes the games a lot interesting. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, hey, my method is better than your method. Mm. And, you know, sometimes one team prevails just because it's their day. And another day, another team prevails because it's their day. So I've been on both sides. I'm sure you've been on both sides as uh, playing uh, in our playing careers um, where we sat back and we knew what kind of game it was. We knew that they were better than us, but we knew if we sat back and just played a counter, we have a chance and we did. And then there's games where we possess and couldn't break the other team down and you have to figure out a way to get around them. So it's, it's awesome. I think it's a great part of uh, the IQ of soccer. Um, You got to, you know, thinking on thinking right then and there, you know, your coach is getting you prepared. Uh, So I love it. I love both styles. I think both styles have a, you know, a unique, um, unique coaching style that, you know, that brings uh, the best out of your players and you have to have the right players and St. Louis got it right now, man.
1: Yeah, and, and to that, LAFC too, and I mean, they just, um, those teams just have killer, killer finishers too. I mean, that's the thing too, is you got people that, uh, you know, with LAFC, you got Buonga uh, that's uh, leading, you know, six goals, you got Carlos Vela, you just got people that really punish you. Um, uh, but, uh, uh, so, I want, one more thing I want to talk about is L.A. Uh, United... United just dropped another kit. Um, it's the One Planet Jersey. Um, it's about, uh, you know, being green. Don't don't litter. Don't waste. What do, what do you make of the jerseys? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> what, does that, what does that mean?
0: I just cuss because uh, I hate the jersey.
1: Yeah. Okay, um, this, yeah.
0: This jersey. Yeah, I'm not jersey... a fan of it. It's, uh, I'm not. I like, I like the, you know, the baby blue one. I like that one because it actually went with the, you know, ocean, you know, theme. I guess you could say. So yeah. this one is like, I think Orlando. I think um, San Jose. I think, you know, Orlando ish. You know, I know it's not that color, but that's what it brings me to. And I'm not a big fan yeah. of it. You know, I think the, I think the baking kit was a lot better than this one. So, <laughs> I'm hoping this is not our third I mean obviously they say it's not our third kit And I was glad And it's crazy dude that you had to pre-order it To get it And imagine pre-ordering And then you've seen it You're like ah never mind can I get my money back <laughs> So so, uh, wait,
1: so you pre-ordered it before you saw it?
0: Uh, yeah well you know it got leaked So a lot of people saw it But I'm sure uh, like some people yeah. are like Oh hey third kit Because they send an email like Hey the third kit is here you know blah 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 you can order here you know before it's gone i mean even though the last couple of years you can still go and get it like they didn't re- were really gone. right right you know i you know i got my blue one for like 15 bucks so it was like you know
1: <laughs> yeah the, the, the tagline is end plastic waste but uh seeing this jersey makes me want to just commit more waste <laughs> <laughs> but for those of you that haven't seen it it's like uh the 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 background of the jersey is black but you got like light uh, dark blue um, I don't know how you call it but just patterns everywhere then you got the light blue over it with the you know family home insurance and a crest it just looks really weird it doesn't look at clean Um, but another thing I want to pick uh, you know ask you is like do you have jersey fatigue as in I mean we just got the new home home jerseys this year right it's 150 bucks it looks nice And then you got this other jersey dropping. And sometimes I I go to the stadiums, and you just look around. You go to the stadium, you look around, and you're like, all these people with all these different jerseys. Like, there's so many jerseys, man. I'd like to, you know, obviously, they're going to do what they're going to do, but I'd like to just see, like, the people wear similar jerseys, and it looks more unified when you're playing the team. Is that just me?
0: No, no, I think it's, uh, I think the same way. Um, You know, like, you know, when when you know following barcelona they always drop a third kit i'm like oh man that looks cool i'd get it and then every time i go buy a jersey i always get the original one or just a the one that has our colors or whatever right i don't yeah. you know, i really like to go outside the box um the reason i got this jersey was i mean 15 bucks for a jersey i ain't gonna say no to that it was right. a good. it was a good deal but um there's some third kids that I look like the bacon one I wasn't really a fan of, uh, the gray one I wasn't really a fan of, the white one just because I, I don't do white jerseys because I know I always get them dirty. The because está sucio. Yeah, I'm very dirty. Dirty boy. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping they can come up with something nice for the third kit, and it might be the same thing, David. I might be, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to get it, and then when I go to the store, I'll just come out with the same, you know, original, <laughs> original jersey, so...
1: Yeah, you wait a year, and then you buy the previous year's jersey.
0: Yeah, that's what you got to do.
1: Right, exactly. All right, mijo, that's that's all I got. Um, you're going to be at the game, right?
0: I will be there, sir. Are
1: you going to be all borachito? Are you going to be drunk?
0: No, man, I got to be a responsible adult and only have 10. Ah. <laughs> Are you going to be there now? Yeah, I think we're gonna try to
1: go. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, because we haven't we haven't been this as a home opener. So, uh, oh wow. Yeah, I gotta I gotta catch another one. So I think we're gonna go. Uh, but it should be a good time. Um, again, Sunday, four thirty. Uh, Chicago Fire need the three points. Need to make it a fortress. So let's go, ATL
0: baby. Let's go, baby. Let's get rowdy and proud. Let's go. We're back home.
1: ATL baby. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.
0: Vamos.